0: Welcome to the Nurse Leader Network podcast with your host, Chris Racinos. Wherever you're going on your nurse leader journey, we're here to help you get there. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of the Nurse Leader Network. I am your host, Chris Racinos, and I am thrilled that you've decided to embark on this journey uh, with the Nurse Leader Network. You might be wondering, what is this podcast all about? And I'm here to tell you it's about equipping you with the tools and providing a place for you to learn, share, and connect with other nurse leaders. We're here to help you build your career, find your work-life balance, and be a part of a huge community of people who really want to revolutionize healthcare. This podcast might be for you if you've ever asked yourself these questions. So first... How do I become a nurse leader? What does it take? I'm new in the role, or uh, just kind of finding my way. And what's next? The next question might be, how do I transform healthcare? How can I make it better? What tools are out there? Is there technology? Is there mindset? You know, tips. What can I do to really transform healthcare? You might be asking yourself, um, where can I find those tools? So. For example, when I first started my career, I um, was a frontline nurse, became a nurse practitioner, and quickly realized in my very first leadership role that I did not have the skills for finance in healthcare. And so I, it took me a while to really um, find the tools, find the articles, find people to connect with so that I could understand enough about healthcare finance. Um, to really be able to implement it into my job. You might be asking yourself, how do I continually become a better leader? Chris, I've been a healthcare leader for a really long time. What can I do to really transform my team? Um, so those might be some questions that you ask. You might be asking yourself, where can I find a network of people to collaborate and learn from? Uh, for those of you who are nurse leaders, you know that There's typical ways to find a network. And so some of those might be conferences. But, you know, who do I pick up the phone and call when I have a question? And so if that's the question you're asking, you're in the right spot. Lastly, you might be asking, how do I balance my personal needs with my professional duties as a nurse leader? So, how do I, you know, have those commitments and make those commitments for myself, for my family, for my friends? and fulfill all the commitments that I need to fulfill as a nurse leader. So if you're asking yourself any of those questions, you're in the right spot. What I can tell you about the Nurse Leader Network is that wherever you're going on your nurse leader journey, the Nurse Leader Network will help you get there. So who am I to be giving you this kind of life-changing information? I'd like to share some Chris Racinos 101 So I started off my life as a foster kid, um, became a teen mom here in Los Angeles, and I've transformed my life into who I am today. Why do I share that with you? To kind of share that, you know, anybody really can become a nurse leader. Um, You have to have the passion, the tools, and network to help you grow and develop, but anybody can become a nurse leader. I have a PhD in nursing. I'm a board-certified family nurse practitioner and I'm a board-certified nurse executive. I've been in healthcare about 16 years, and I've had a variety of roles. So I've been a bedside nurse, I've worked as a family nurse practitioner, and I've had a variety of leadership roles. And I'm currently a chief nurse executive for um, our larger healthcare organizations in the United States. I've presented at many conferences, and had presentations, and I wanted to share with you all my successes and failures along the way to help you on your journey. Why? Because being a nurse leader is hard. If there's anybody out there who uh, thinks that being a nurse leader is easy. We have got to invite you on the show so that you could share your tips and strategies, but the fact of the matter is nurse, being a nurse leader is hard. Nursing is the largest healthcare profession, as of 2020, when we recorded this episode, there was 3.8 million nurses in the United States alone. Being a nurse leader for 3.8 million nurses is hard. What do we believe here at the Nurse Leader Network? Let me tell you what we believe. We believe that nurses are the solution to healthcare. I believe that nurses are innovative, creative, and the most compassionate profession out there. And what better profession than us to really flip healthcare upside down, transform it so that we can create an emotionally connected workforce that can really get in there and integrate with our patients so that we can create an easy industry so that it's easy for employees and it's easy for our patients And so that we could create an efficient industry so that healthcare can become affordable for all. So now we've kind of told you a little bit about if the Nurse Leader Network is right for you. We've told you a little bit about our beliefs. And I'd like to share with you some of what's coming up in 2020. So we have a guest that is going to be coming on regarding professional development, who's going to teach you how to transform learning. I'll give you an example of what she talks about how many of you have been in a new employee orientation? Right, yeah, basically all of us. And so in your new employee orientation, how many of you remember all of the topics that were discussed? Yeah, me neither. And so of those topics that were discussed, how many of the important ones did you remember? Yeah, also. And so... You know, she is going to come in and teach you how to revolutionize new employee orientation through different skills, through different tactics, and different tools that you could use so that we improve our retention of our employees when we hire them. I also have a celebrity guest that's coming on. I like to call him the godfather of innovation, and he's going to teach you the framework for innovation and how to implement innovation. How many of you are... just waiting to hear about that. I know I am. We also have guests that are going to teach you things about life balance and care for yourself, for others. You're going to learn things that you did not learn in school. You're going to learn about employee and patient satisfaction and engagement. you learn things like tips to write a resume that's going to guarantee you an interview. So we have a ton of different topics, both professionally And personally, to help you succeed on your nurse leader journey. Man, this is exciting. Although today's episode is an intro to the Nurse Leader Network podcast, let's start with some truths about being a nurse leader. So, number one, like I said, it's not easy. It really takes a team, and you'll find that team here at the Nurse Leader Network. Number two, you cannot lead a team if you're constantly giving to others and never giving to yourself. If you're running on empty, empty is what you will be giving. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Number three, if you're always running on empty as a nurse leader, it highly suggests that what you're doing in that role is not in alignment with your values. It's not in alignment with your why. And so you know that your actions today are going to determine who you become tomorrow and we want to set you up to be successful. So I'm going to teach you how to create a framework to be sure that you're successful as a nurse leader. And it starts with aligning your goals with your roles. Yes, I said it. We're going to align your goals with your roles. Let's do a little exercise. I promise you it's not going to make you catch your breath. If you are driving or running or any of those kind of things that you uh, typically do when you listen to a podcast, you're not going to do this activity now. You'll do it when you're stationary and can sit down and focus, but I'll give you kind of the framework in terms of how to determine what your North Star is, and it'll help you your decisions in the future. So let's start with this activity. Step one, I need you to grab a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, and I'm going to have you write down your to-do list. So I want you to have one column of personal to-do list and one column of professional to-do list. And so you're Personal to-do lists might include things like going to the gym, hanging out with your family, hanging out with friends, grocery shopping, all those kind of things that you need to do personally. And your work to-do list might have things like attending meetings, strategizing, creating budgets, um, all of those kind of things. So you're going to write down, you know, answering emails, what is on your personal and your professional to-do list. So you'll go ahead and you'll start with that. Step two is I want you to now get into your zone and think about your favorite place on earth, or maybe it's not even on earth. So could be a coffee shop. It could be the beach. It could be your bed, uh, wherever your favorite place is. And I want you to pretend that you are five years in the future. That's right. Five years. So it's 2020. I want you to pretend that this is the year 2025. Now, I want you to pretend that somebody from high school, your long lost friend from high school that you haven't seen in a long time, you run into this person. So, if you are at that coffee shop, they come into the coffee shop. If you're on the beach, they walk by you on the beach. If you're in bed, it's somebody that you run across on Instagram or Facebook. And this person comes up to you and says, Hey, tell me a little bit about you. What is up? How have you been? What are you doing? And your goal is to describe your best life in five years. So what does your best life look like? Are you a millionaire? That could be one, but really what does your best life look like? Are you the president of a company? Are you, you know, the fittest you've ever been? Like what does your best life look like? And so I'll share with you some of my five year best life scenarios. And so one is that I have a super flexible job that I can go to my kids' PTA meetings and field trips without feeling guilty about my job. I dream about always being able to pick my kids up and drop them off at school. I um, dream of never really sacrificing a very important time with my kids for my job. I also imagine that um, I'm the healthiest I've ever been, the fittest I've ever been. I exercise, I'm eating great. Um, I'm able to work in meditation and mindfulness on a regular basis. And then, you know, I I go into my finances and my perfect life would be no student debt. Can you feel me on that? I'm sure a lot of you are raising your hands there, but no student debt. And I'd be able to kind of get into philanthropy and I'd be giving $50,000 a year to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Next, you know, what's near and dear to my heart is community service. Being a former foster kid, I'm really invested in the foster kid community as well as the nursing community. Those are my two biggest passions. And so being able to give back to those organizations, whether it be a skill set that I have, whether it be helping them attain their dreams and their goals, that's something that's really important to me. Um, and community health. I'm really, I love community health. And so when I share with you about my perfect life in five years, that's what it looks like. And so after you've kind of crafted yours, write down what best life is in five years from now, I want you to take a step back and look at that list. Now, I want you to pull out four themes from the list. And so if you you heard mine, my four that I would pull out would be my family is a huge piece of my why and what my five-year goal from now would be focused on. A big piece of it would be my health and the health of others. A big piece would be finance. And the last piece would really be community service. So those are the four areas that define my best life in 5 years from now. And so I'd like you to take a minute to really pull out what are those four main areas in your life that would describe your best life in 5 years from now. Do you got it? Are you feeling good about about this? All right. So, you're going to pull out another sheet of paper. I promise this is the last writing activity. Now I want you to go back and I want you to look at four of the previous roles that you had. So for example, they could be job roles, they could be volunteer roles, they could be any kind of role that you've had. And go back and I want you to write down what the name of the role is, as well as what you liked the best about that role, and what you hated the most about that role. I'll give you an example. My very first job was at McDonald's, as, a, as was many people in the United States. And uh, one thing that I loved about that role was I loved being able to serve and connect with my customers. We had regulars come through and it was just an absolute honor and a really fun part of the job to be able to kind of interact with them, see how they were growing and, you know, just kind of chit chat. And I just loved that engagement. When it comes to what I hated about that role, I worked evenings and nights. And so as a parent, it was really difficult for me to be away from my kids during some of the really important times in their life. And so what I liked most, customer connection. What I liked least was working evenings. Now, once you have those three steps done, so you've written your to-do list with work and professional. You have um, went ahead and put what your five-year top goals are and what how you're living your best life. And then you've written down your previous roles, what you like and you dislike. And I want you to compare those lists. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at your to-do list and you're going to look at your pretend I'm going to be this in five years list. And I want you to start looking at what on your to-do list will directly lead you to those things on your five-year goal list. Now, if you have the majority of your things on your to-do list, whether that's professional or personal, and they will not lead you to where you want to be in five years, it's time to seriously consider what it is that you're doing and what you can change today to get you to where you want to be in five years. Secondly, you want to compare your previous roles with your to-do list. How many things that you love to do in your previous roles are currently in your work and your professional to-do list? And how many things that you completely hate doing are on your work and professional to-do list. Now, if you're seeing, again, that you're doing more things that you hate than you love, it's really time to step back and really reflect on next steps for you in your career. So um, I know this was kind of a lot. It was a, It's a great exercise, though, to kind of get in alignment with what it is you're currently doing, the actions you're currently taking, and what your values are and where you want to be. You'll be able to find a cheat sheet for this activity at www.nurseleadernetwork.com forward slash values exercise so that you could kind of run through this at home and really identify what you value, what you're doing, and what next steps should be. I hope that activity was helpful for you. I know it really helped me understand my why. And it's really a large part of the reason why I decided to start this podcast. I wanted to give back to my community, I wanted to share what I've learned. So that other nurse leaders could leverage that information. I wanted to bring on experts and folks that could really help you change the way that you lead and change the way that we view and will change healthcare. So that's kind of why I started this podcast. So if you're ready to transform your future and the future of healthcare, sit back, click on your seatbelt and hit subscribe. This is going to be one heck of a ride we mm-hmm.